It's 1109, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. This is the 90th anniversary of WTMJ. We're having a bit of a celebration. They're giving away cake somewhere. Of course, we're working, so don't get any of that, but that's okay. Um, I, one of the cool things about working here, and I mean it really is cool, I, it's it's such an honor to work at a radio station that, that you grew up listening to as a, as a local kid. And I, I think of all the different things that WTMJ went through, you know, for the longest while, you know, it was music and it was news, and then it morphed kind of into a form of talk, but sort of the ask your neighbor type of talk. And then, you know, we started doing talk programming that was perhaps a little bit edgier. Um, lots of different talk show hosts came through the, the doors, and generally they came and they ended up leaving. And until WTMJ hit on on, on a kind of format that has taken us through the last couple decades. And uh, I, I think that the person who epitomized and drove that format joins us now, my dear friend and colleague, former colleague, Charlie Sykes. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. How do you like getting up so early, by the way? Um, I'm getting used to it. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting used. How do you like being able to sleep in? I got, I got to say it's grown on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't take you long. Hey, before we get into the, the history of TMJ, for, for anybody who hasn't been following you, is there life after talk radio? What is Charlie Sykes doing? Well, actually, I'm sitting on a TV set right now. <laughs> a, a cable show. No, I've, uh, I've really been enjoying it. I've done you know some stuff on uh, radio. I've done some stuff on TV. And, of course, uh, my book's coming out in October, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, outstanding. Charlie, talk a little bit, if you could, about what TMJ was like when you first started in the mid-1990s. Well, you know, you, you gave a, a really great summary of, of, of the past. And you and I remember growing up with WTMJ, and it was, it was, always, it was always the, I think, the standard of, of radio. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, I try to explain to people outside of Wisconsin the role of WTMJ as a, as a legacy station. But in the mid 1990s, um, DMJ was very different than it is it is right now. I think they were trying to figure out, you know, what are we going to do with this new talk format? That, you know, talk radio is this is this going to stick around? Can we do that sort of thing? And there were a couple of I would say, I think it's fair, fair to say a few misfires, but um, it was uh, you, you and I sort of established a, a beachhead, and, and to say that it was a culture shift is putting it somewhat mildly. Um, it, it, it was. when Now, you know, you, you started three, four years before I did, and so you were the real trailblazer with regard to that. When, when you started the program, was there a lot of – did you get a lot of blowback people saying, oh, what, what's going on here? You've got somebody who's talking about something different than how you make cupcakes or something like that. There was, but if you remember, if you remember what, what actually happened, they, before I came on, they, they brought on a guy named Jay Marvin. Uh, who was much more bombastic, much more controversial. So by the time they brought me on, I was the kinder and gentler version of that. So I think that Jay Marvin kind of you know, broke the glass a little bit in terms of the outrage. So that, that I, so we did, we didn't actually move directly from uh, you know ask your neighbor to you know let's you know let let's talk about the let's talk about politics and current events on a on a on a daily basis. One of the things that I, I have found is. TMJ is different than a lot of radio stations in the sense of the connection to the listener. And, I, and I'm and i sure you had a ton of situations where you noticed that over the course of your time here. Well, that, that's true. And, of course, radio in general has a very intimate connection with, with folks, which you and I have talked about, that every other media is, you know, at one remove, you know, a, a newspaper or television. With, with radio, you're really, you know, in people's ears, and you establish a long-term relationship with them because – 
you know, number one, because you, you know, are talking for, for hours at a time, but also because of the, you know, over, you know, the, the, the conversation that, that takes place over months and over years. But, but you're right. WTMJ has always been an integral part of the community. It is the quintessential local uh, station. You know, what I think is really distinctive today, and I'm really glad that you're, you, you guys are all doing this 90th anniversary to understand you know, the role of local radio and of local hosts who grew up in the community, who are part of the fabric of the community, and how important that is and how that really separates TMJ from from almost every other station around the country. I, I know you did a little bit of this, actually a lot of this, right, right before you left. But as you think back, the, the top two or three events, experiences that you were involved with during your lengthy tenure here at WTMJ? Well, n- number one, interestingly enough, is not politics, even though we had so many major events. It was, of course, the, the honor flight, getting the uh, Operation Resolve uh, up and running and uh, you know being part of seeing the community come together to send all of those veterans to see their memorials in, in Washington, D.C. But uh, you begin running down all of the extraordinary events that uh, took place during both when you and I were on the air, going back uh, to the you know the uh, the contract with America, the the, the Bush uh, recount elections, nine uh, eleven, the war in Iraq, uh, then everything that happened here in Wisconsin with with the revolutions and, and the the political revolution, uh, the the recalls of uh, Scott Walker Act ten. This has not been a boring time to be on the air. I will. Uh, I'll never forget the Amit recall. Remember that night yeah. we were at Texas oh, Victory yeah. Hall. That night, you you and I both go there, and we we're just amazed. I, I thought maybe we'd have fifteen or twenty people, and there are hundreds and hundreds of people hanging from the rafters. That I, I think, in retrospect, you look back uh, on, on that. That was a real kind of a turning point for the community, but especially for, I think for talk radio um, and WTMJ talk radio. Because, you know, that that whole issue, we were able to give voice to it. We were able to be the, the place where people came to, you know, vent their reaction, but then also to, to figure out how they could be consequential, how they could actually do something about it. And, and uh, yeah, you and I were, we were... We were shoulder to shoulder on that, and, and think of all the things that came from that. Think of all of the the storylines that have to be traced back. You can't understand Scott Walker. You can't understand what's happened since 2010 without understanding what happened uh, with the Amit recall. And by the way, you'll remember this. Before that happened, how sleepy local politics was. We used to joke that that uh, Tom Amon was sort of a potted plant, and the, the media locally didn't pay any attention to what was happening. In, uh, in in county government, and and yet that turned out to be one of the pivotal moments in local politics, but also state and national politics. You know, Charlie, I, I, I've, I've said this privately, and I said it publicly when you're getting ready to leave. I, I've just always considered you to be an outstanding colleague and a friend and a a mentor. And it's just when I think back on the fact that you know the the longevity, you know, you working here for as long as you did, and I mean, I'm just starting my 20th year. That that type of stuff where you have people that are you know on the air for seven and a half hours. In the community they grew up in, that doesn't happen a lot, and it was very special. And um, my time has been made a lot more special because you and I got to work together. And I just I want to say that publicly as well to you. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, it certainly made it easier for my transition to know that I was leaving. I was leaving the uh, the midday slot in such capable hands. Uh, that's great, Charlie Sykes. Thanks so much for joining us. I will look forward to your book coming out once again in October. Its title for anybody who hasn't heard yet is. 
is how the right lost its mind. <laughs> so people can, it is available for advance order now, correct? Oh, it certainly, it certainly is. <laughs> Good enough, Charlie. Thanks for joining me this morning. We'll talk to you right. soon. Thanks, okay. Mike. Yeah. Take care. That is, that is the one and only Charlie Sykes.